What's going on, you guys? My name is Skyflyer, and welcome to the Weekly Flyer Podcast. Joining us today, we've got DW Magus and Flatfingers as usual. Howdy. Hey. And we, and we've got a special guest by the name of Talviano. Hey. Hey. So, uh, nice yeah, to be here. Go ahead and, uh, well, we're glad to have you. So, uh, why don't you just give us a little uh, bit about you and uh, how you came to be on the show? <laughs> calling it a show like we're professionals well about me i don't really know what what there is to say i mean i'm 24 close to 25 i know a little bit of pretty much everything except biology um and been following limit theory for about a year and a half now only been on the forums for about six to eight months i guess and i'm not actually entirely sure why i'm here to be honest I guess a, bunch, a couple people on the forums thought it would be cool if I was on here. Like Admiral Stockdale. Oh. Peer pressure, you gotta love it, right? <laughs> that and we're so. a fun-loving bunch of guys. Yeah. We don't really take much seriously, do we? Unless it's a Marvel movie, or a Star Wars movie, Ooh. or... Uh, okay, yeah. Well, let's not get me into Star Wars. <laughs> not even two minutes, happening. right? Yeah, well, I've got something to bring up later or for you. Transformers you know. or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Okay, you know, <laughs> bad start. This is the holidays. We're gonna stay. Wind happy. them up. There you go. Okay, so uh, yeah, so what have you been up to this week? Anything interesting? Uh, why don't we start off with Tal? Me. Yes. Throw you right into the deep end. Yep. <laughs> okay, me. What have I been doing this week? Well. Mostly work on my on that story I'm writing for, on the Limit Theory Creative Writing Board. That's the um, small choices. Small. Yeah, small choices. Yes, a great story too for anybody who hasn't read uh, it yet. Yeah, I'm gonna have to read over that pretty soon. You don't know you're missing. Well, thanks. <laughs> yeah, um, when I get a little bit of time off, I will. <laughs> I'm running kind of behind on the next chapter, though. I, I'm, I'm trying to get it up there, but I don't know. I, I've been restructuring the rest of the the rest of the story that's supposed to come. I think I'm only like halfway through so far, and revising. Wow. You've got a lot this out next so chapter. Yeah, I. I'll be honest. It wasn't originally supposed to be a novel. It was originally supposed to be maybe, I don't know, fifteen thousand words at most. Wow. Mm. Oh, it's, well, it's shocking what can happen from a uh, small little idea, right? Yeah, I guess so. so I've yeah, never been good cool. at estimating that sort of thing either, though, so... <laughs> cool. Okay, yeah. Uh, I guess, um, you have anything else you've been up to? Um, or... Not really, I guess. I mean, the regular family stuff, taking care of siblings, that sort of thing. I gotcha. Okay, well, uh, Magus, how about you? What you been up to? Actually, been dealing a lot with family. I mean, it's that time of the year where we are obligated to see the people we may not totally get along with, but you know how it goes. Oh, yeah. And, of course, work. Work has slowed down, so for me, it means finally catch up on everything that uh, has been needing to be done for a while. Cool. Including some Warcraft? Yeah, yeah. But, as usual. <laughs> and also the Payday. Can't forget about Payday. Oh, yeah. We've been having a lot of fun at that. I've still got to upload those videos. <laughs> yeah. Can't wait to show everybody how much I make an ass of myself. 
Wasn't oh, that well, what was, great fun. Wasn't that what was in the last the video for the last podcast? Oh uh, yeah, that was the video for it. Yeah. We've actually got the whole uh I've got the whole audio and everything rendered out. I just need to upload it. Uh some of those are pretty dang hysterical. Yeah, did you happen to get the one where instead of placing shaped charges I place trip Yes, lines? I have that. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> You place the C4 on there as trip mines and not explosive, shaped explosives. Dude, I was gone by that point. (laughs) (laughs) Fun times. So uh, what about you, Flat? What have you been up to? I'm I'm just remembering uh, blowing up Minecraft, which we did (laughs) in a previous podcast. Oh, yeah. I still remember. God, that was a fun one, wasn't it? Completely out of control. It was a little bit. Pretty much the epitome of the show. Yeah, it was a little bit different than our usual thing. So, um, you had an idea to play Cards Against Humanity tonight, but yeah, maybe another time. Yeah, and it also showed how badly we cannot multitask. <laughs> oh God, we're just gonna do this for a while. You people just hang out. We'll be back within a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. We're just gonna do this. That's not the best choice there. Uh, I'm actually kind of stoked. I've got uh, two weeks off from work, so I'm my the hardest decision I'm gonna make now is, do I spend it just goofing off, relaxing? a few games or do i take on some new project because i've got one that i've had in my head for some time now i'm, I'm so i'm I've probably gonna just have to flip a coin just pick one i'm guessing you're um, gonna spend some of it uh playing uh, skyrim putting even more hours into your ungodly yeah. save <laughs> yeah it's possible <laughs> I'm, I'm sure there's some other things have reset by now well flat i'm actually curious have you ever played faster than light uh no I, no, I read I enough about it. Nope, 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 nope. There's a game that I play called uh, Scramble, where you're trying to find as many words as you can in a 16 square box in two minutes. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. The idea of being having to race against time to get something done and not ever being able to really do well and finish, I hate it with a flaming passion, not unlike the heart of a star. <laughs> so what you're so what you're saying is we need to get you in on some payday two heists. I don't know that. Uh, all <laughs> I can tell you is that I looked at FTL and while it looked like an interesting game, it's not for me. <laughs> I love FTL. Anyways, I'm not sure that payday two heist would be like flat fingers kind of game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it'd be interesting. That's all I'd say. <laughs> I'm not a. I'm not. It's it's not shooter thing. If that's what you mean. Uh, like I said, I'm I'm playing uh, Stalker Call of Pripyat for the second time right now. Um, but I can kind of go at my own pace, so that works out. Well, yeah. If you don't like uh, FTL and how much you end up banging your head up against a wall uh, sometimes, uh, you would not enjoy the heist that me, Magus, and uh, what is it? Uh, Mazo and Crab Crab yeah. Apple do. Is it a time? Oh my god! Is it a timed mode? Not so much that it's timed. It's very chaotic, and there's a lot of people coming at you from all sides all at once. Okay, yeah. well, we start with all intentions of going in there stealth. We're going to do this Mission Impossible style, but then it always ends one way. Yeah, it, it always ends up where one of us screws up. It's not really so much of the <laughs> playing it as in seeing what sort of dumbassery that we can pull together. Right. <laughs> like like crab shooting that damn glass. placing the charges on the safe. 
that that or you get some really heroic moments, which I'm never gonna let get, let this go. But when I ran halfway across the map after popping that guy off, yeah, and then only only like a second after that for a Mazo to screw it up by leaving a body in the bottom of a trench. I, I have to assume uh, that when you guys play this, somebody's playing yakety sax in the background. <laughs> yeah, get some of the old Benny Hill music going. Exactly. Oh, we should, you know, I should make a compilation with that. Oh man, that would be great. Just like do a time lapse sped up version. That'd be yes. perfect. Oh. But, uh, Too bad they don't anyways, have. I yeah, think they just need ones more than four people. I think we got enough people here now where we could do a lot. God, imagine. Oh jeez, a six-person heist trying to go stealth. Oh, that would be oh, great. Oh god. Okay, I'll tell you what would happen, okay? We'd get five minutes into there, somebody would shoot a pane of glass, somebody would shoot a guard, and not answer the pager, somebody would get handcuffed. Anyways, so uh, we were talking about what you've been up to this week, <laughs> Flat? I, I, I think so. It's been a while, but um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay. As for me, uh, work, school, sick, uh, throwing up, uh, all sorts of stuff. A fun week. But if that's you your definition that? of fun, that? man. Sick doesn't sound fun. <laughs> I mean, oh, even no. for a, even for a Dwarf Fortress player like myself, that doesn't sound like fun. <laughs> uh, well. Oh, yeah, you are a DS player, aren't you? Awesome. Yes, I am. That's actually where, I, I, that's actually where that. I hail from. Oh, Iron Fist Jackson hurls violently. <laughs> <laughs> I tried getting into that, but I mean, as much as I respect, um, what is it, um, Toady? Uh, yeah, that. But uh, also, God, what, is it, what is it? Command-based games like that, where um, what is it? Console-based, I guess you could call it. Hmm? Hmm? Well, not, not console-based. Um, ASCII. ASCII. Oh, like yeah. roguelikes, uh, or sorry, rogue yeah, specifically, like not just roguelikes. Yeah, as much as I respect those, I just can't really get them to the, get into them that much. I, I will admit the interface mm. is very archaic as well when it comes to if, DF. Yeah, I'm sure if they could probably uh, fix up the interface a little bit, I could get into it. But as much as I respect it and everything, and I've gotten a few a uh, bit of enjoyment or a little bit of enjoyment out of it, I just uh, is. I, I've got to have a little bit of visual uh, GUI hmm. going on. I, I had to try it because everything that I read made it sound like the world itself and the characters in it were very dynamic. And I was like, oh, that sounds great. And I fired it up and, oh, what am I hey, doing? nothing is happening. I'm going to poke some keys randomly here. Nope, still nothing happening. Hmm. Maybe I'll look at something else for a while. And that was that. Yeah. <laughs> if it got a little bit of a, uh, what is it, facelip, I guess you'd call it, it would... I, it'd probably pique my interest a little bit more. But then again, that's just me. So. Cancelled task. Seeking baby. That's always a fun <laughs> one. When one of them gives birth. Cancelled task. Seeking baby. Yeah. I, I mean, I got in. I got a little further into it than I joked about just now. But I did have, you know, as most people do, a, a lot of trouble figuring out what to do. And then I think I read up, I was reading up, and somebody says, oh, well, you have to go look at a YouTube video to understand what to do. Okay, nope. You shouldn't have to. Maybe no, that makes me a bad to. person, but yeah, I mean it's not like Mega Man or something like that where it's old, but you've only got like two or three different buttons to understand. 
Well, I, it's I, kind of complex. Yeah, I like having a few more than two buttons, but uh, I shouldn't need a degree. Yeah, you shouldn't need a what is it a YouTube video to explain it. There should be something in there that kind of helps you along or helps you get started. Yeah, it, but it yeah. is what it is, and the part, the simulation part, it, it's sort of like the Matrix. The part of the Matrix where the guy looks up and says, "Yeah, I don't even see. I just I see you know, blonde brunette redhead." Where you blonde, can brunette, see yeah. what it all means behind the scenes. When you can get to that point, it sounds like a great game. It's just hard to get to that point, it sounds like. <laughs> it, yeah. it is. I actually didn't learn through YouTube videos or even looking at the wiki. I learned by trial and error, actually. Just, I think my first four... I think it died because I dug into the side of a mountain and flooded all my dwarves. Because there was a lake. Didn't unleash the bell rock? No, there's a, no, there's a lake... I, it was this little hill, and there was a lake in the top of the hill, and I dug into it thinking it was, like, gems or something. Ooh. Nope. Was not gems. <laughs> We've all been there. Lethally wet gems. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I went and saw, um... What is it? The new, um... Hobbit? Lord of the Rings oh. movie. Yeah, the new Hobbit. It was, it was okay. I mean, I'm glad that I went to see it and everything. It wasn't, uh... I, I'm still willing to say the first Lord of the Rings series was a lot better. Because, I mean, the only character I really had any care for would be, I guess, what is it, uh, Bilbo and Gandalf, and maybe some of the older characters. Just because, I mean, some you could probably name all of the dwarves, but I probably couldn't find many people that could actually put the names to the faces. Just because there's so many of them, you don't have time to get to know them. Yeah. Yeah. So when one of them, so when, you know, like one of them... Air quotes dies. You know, you just don't know. You don't have any attachment to him. I mean, they really tried so. to give you more of that because in the books, it, or at least in the book, it feels a little bit more. But I admit, the number of characters that he plays with is definitely a detriment. To it's it. too many, especially when yeah. you, even in three movies that are each about two hours long, it's really hard to. It's it's really hard to get into it. I mean, it's hard to care for a character that's that they don't really expand on. It's one out of 13. Yeah, I mean, it's not like Game of Thrones where you have characters dying left and right, but Well, still. and also, to be fair, they're adding characters to this that yes. weren't there. I'll say this much, you can definitely tell the lines that were written by Tolkien and the lines that weren't. So. Yeah. Or at least, oh. Never mind. I, th I think you get what I mean, but, uh, yeah. And then I'll say at the end, some, some of the things that they said at the end, there's like, you have to find out his name for yourself or something. It's like, we all know whose name is and everything, so there's no point to make some kind of mystery behind it. And then they also deprive us of one scene, and this isn't really a spoiler because it's not in there, but there's a scene where, uh, what is it, Saruman says, leave Sauron to me, and he goes to find him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm just sitting there through the whole movie. It's like, oh, when are they going to have that scene? I want to see what happens. You know, I know it happens, but I want to see how it happens. Does he just go there and ask to join? Or does he go there, fight, and understand? You know, things like that. And they just never give it to you. Which is just like, hmm. Well, you know, I, they had to I leave room that. for the elf dwarf love story that wasn't there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I know exactly where that comes from, and that's all I'm going to say on this subject, I think. It makes me grumpy. Have you seen the movie? I saw the first two. Wait until you see the third oh, one. 
it, it's kind of interesting what happens to that. I won't say any more to that, more than that, but uh, yeah, because I'm sure I'll see it. I mean, it, it's worth seeing, but I don't think I'd muster up the energy to go out and buy it when it comes out to watch again or anything. Maybe like one or two more views, but I mean, it, it just it it's lacking attachment that there was in the first Lord of the Rings movies. Because I mean, you've got what like five, six characters in that, about half as many that were in the new ones. <clears throat> And you really get them fleshed out in three, four-hour movies. So. Well, if they do these like they did the three Lord of the Rings movies, they'll they'll issue extended versions. Aren't mm-hmm. the uh, okay. don't they have like uh, the Lord of the Rings trilogy each movie up to about six hours now? Holy cow! Uh, they're about like four and a half. I have them all. Well, didn't they do like an extended <laughs> director's cut? I think on yeah. one yes. of them. Uh, I always forget about the name of the all three. elf princess. She spent like 45 minutes just talking about her backstory in one of them? Um, maybe? I'd have to check. I mean, I have the, like, big Blu-ray thing that they put out a while ago. So maybe they've updated it since then? Maybe. But I know that they're... One of them goes up to at least five hours. I want to say it's Two Towers or Return of the King. But... Yeah, I mean, watching those extended cut ones, it's like a lot of questions that you have from the original cut are answered up. So it's like, why doesn't Gandalf have his staff? Oh, it gets destroyed? Well, that might might have been important to show. So, yeah. Really good, worth watching. I, I love The Lord of the Rings, but the new ones, uh, worth watching, but not really worth a second viewing. Anybody remember the old uh, the old animated ones? Oh yes, sure. I do. Good stuff. Yeah, I'm guessing the only one here hasn't seen them. Uh, they're worth watching, but hmm. yeah, so Lord of the Rings, pretty good. Cool. Yeah, I've read I've read the book. Well, I the Lord of the Rings the. Not The Hobbit. I've read The Lord of the Rings, I think, seven times now. Nice. Yeah, they're really good books. Oh, one thing I will say is... I've Okay, now this is a little contradictory because they took one book and split it up into three movies. But at least they didn't take the last movie and split it up into two movies. Because, you know, every, every, every other book series has been doing that lately. Mm-hmm. What is it? Is it Mockingjay or whatever the Hunger Games one is? There's the Harry Potter series. Um, I think Twilight did it. Many of them are doing it. I, I kind of find it it's funny. It's just like, yeah. I mean, cash grab, cash grab. We like money. And it would make more sense if it was more of like a series, the same way Game of Thrones is, because then you wouldn't be limited to the whole keeping a person in a theater for two to three hours. You could get a exactly. lot more. Exactly, you're splitting it up. Yes. But, um... Yeah, I mean, it just sounds like money grab. If you're going to do that, just do what Peter Jackson does and make a four-hour-long movie. Yeah, it makes more sense. Because it does. Because those who are yeah. the really core demographic, they're going to watch, sit through they it They will anyways. watch it. Although, okay, let's let's be fair about a couple of things here. I'll, I'll give you the other view of this. Um, sometimes the last book is really about wrapping up loose ends, and it's hard to cut stuff out of that. Because if you, don't, if you cut it, you don't get all the answers for all the characters that you've come to care about. So, that's true. But then what you dicing that up but is what ends tricky. up 
What ends up happening, though, is the first movie is nothing but a big build-up to the second one, mm-hmm. which is nothing but fighting, generally. Yeah. And that's what yep. I kind of felt so. like with uh, the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Fellowship of the Ring just always feels so slow to me because of that. Mm. I'll say that, but you know what? Uh, what is it? Two Towers? Oh, man. I think that one's my favorite. And... I'll say this much, the battles in the original series just felt more epic. Let me also throw one more thing at you. Um, although it would be nice to be able to use a four-hour movie to say all the things that you want, um, my understanding is that theaters hate that because you can get twice as many people buying concessions for two two-hour movies as you can for one four-hour. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It seriously cuts into their profit. It does make sense. Yeah, well, as I said before, money-grabbing. We like money, 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 money. But they're actually, so. in some ways, the, the theaters are making less money yeah. with a four-hour yeah. movie. I find this interesting, though, that we're talking about this. Yet the highest-grossing movie of all time was Titanic. And how long was that movie? I thought it was Jurassic Park so. for the longest time, if you adjust for inflation. Uh, no, Titanic, followed by Avatar and Avengers, I want to say. Mm. Are you talking adjusting for inflation or no? I believe so. Let me ch- let me double check on that. Yeah. Well, it, even even do or not, I mean, there's still big true. grossing movies. You are right there. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. Avatar, Titanic, Adventures, and then Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part Four, with Frozen being number five. Huh. Frozen. Yeah. Frozen. Already. Holy yeah. cow. Okay, you know what? I saw wow. that movie. <clears throat> it wasn't horrible, but it wasn't that good at all. It's. I mean, it it speaks to the younger generation. And they're the ones who are leaning on their parents. It's kind of like the whole oh, Tickle the... Me Elmo fit craze. Okay, okay. so uh, hold on, hold on. So <laughs> normally I don't really watch these videos, these like, uh, what is it, reaction videos. But there was one put up the other day that was um, watched like young teenagers try to play like, uh, God, what was it? Mega Man, the original Mega Man. I don't even want to know. This is... This oh is... my God. <laughs> You're like, killing me right in my childhood. It told me man. I could it didn't tell me I couldn't walk on spikes. It didn't tell me I couldn't fall. Oh, my God. It's just like, are you kidding? And then people that go through the whole level, and it's like, oh, my God, I could shoot? I didn't know I could shoot that whole time. There's two buttons. Wow. And then, of course, I, I don't even <laughs> want to know what happens. It's like, I didn't know I got a slide. I didn't know I got a charge shot. <laughs> exactly. It's just like, wh- what is up with kids these days? I mean, God, I saw... God, I'm turning into a grumpy old man, and I'm only, what, 21 at this point? I really hate to say anything at this point. (laughs) I mean, it's just sad. It's just whatever happened to exploring by yourself or learning or paying attention. Oh, man. Just like, oh, internet, YouTube, video, video. Oh, that's that's boring. Let me go to a different video. Oh, that's good. Oh, it's boring. Let me go to a different video. I mean, as much as I love the internet for what it is, kids are spending way too much time on it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Hula hoops you know, you've got. I mean, you've got me saying it. I mean, my nephew. I was just babysitting my nephew with my parents, and he can't even speak yet. Yet he knows how to use an iPad. It's going mm-hmm. that direction. You can't stop progress. Oh. You call that progress? I okay. You know what? I go to whenever I go out to eat. I just look around and I'll see six people at a table. Every single one of them has got a goddamn phone up, texting, surfing the internet, and I'm just kind of looking at them. It's like, you know, you're there, out together. To, you know, you normally you talk or socialize with one another. 
I know that that's what I do. I put my phone away. I talk. I socialize. I engage with others. So we're becoming isolated by our social communication is what you're trying to say. Physical communication is being isolated because of, what is it, electronic communication. Hmm, on now, the other now hand, don't, don't, we okay, are don't misinterpret my meaning. Yeah, don't misinterpret my meaning as uh, digital communication is bad. It's not. But too much of it, when you're in an area where you generally are supposed to socialize face-to-face, I mean, it just comes to a point of put the phone down for a minute. Yeah, I, I, I don't disagree with that. I mean, how is that any better than, you know, reading a book while you're at a table with somebody? Yeah, exactly. Right. I mean, it's reading's good, but too much of it. I mean, it, it's just like anything. Too much of anything is a bad thing. Con- I mean, it's like context. this Coke I have. Yeah, it's just like this Coke I have. It's a bad thing. Okay? If you drink too much of it. Exactly. It should be Diet Coke. Oh, wait. No, we already had that conversation. No, God. <laughs> yeah. Ah, flat fingers. You're going to kill yourself. Stop drinking that stuff. <laughs> Josh should drink a regular Coke. You, know, Scott, maybe you should get some advertisers because of all this product placement we've been tossing out here and there. Yeah, I've got my NVIDIA Shield tablet. I've got my nice <laughs> Logitech keyboard, my Razer mouse, my, um, what is it, Focusrite um, amplifier for my mic. It's got a built-in 48-volt Phantom audio. With our millions of viewers, people should just eat it up. Yeah, they should, shouldn't they? I also love my great PS4 controller for my computer. It's great. <laughs> I'm kind of partial to Logitech. This, this Asus monitor is great. <laughs> oh, man. Anyways. Frankenstein. <laughs> so, that actually reminds me. Flat, any better luck on your adventures in 64-bit land? Uh, I've mostly got stuff working at this point. Um, it's, I have been able it's so much better than... Um, Windows XP, isn't it? Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, the, you, you, you mean the, the one I stopped using several years back? Oh, that one? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, oh, I, it, it's even like Grandpa, I... stop it. <laughs> no, it. It's mostly working pretty well. Um, there's still a few things that aren't kind of, eh. Uh, I miss some of my DOSBox stuff. I've been trying to, to recreate some of that slowly. Uh, but... So I'm wondering, did you enjoy the uh, great Neonite... Uh, Downloader that you can find at Neonite.com. It actually was pretty handy. Um, that was, I, I took a chance. I listened to a suggestion from another human being, and that one paid off. Yeah, it made, made uh, updating Product stuff placement. a lot nicer. <laughs> so this uh, Nanite that you mentioned, yeah. Mm. Yeah, it, it is pretty great. Though. I love Neonite. Yeah, it's surprisingly good. Just check what you want. Yeah. No bullshit. It did what it said it did, and it got out of my face. Can't ask for more than that. Yep, pretty good. Best of all, if you rerun it at some later date, it'll just do updates. Mm-hmm. In fact, I oh, should probably great. do that. Thanks for reminding <clears throat> me. Okay, so product placement check. Uh, what's next on the list? Um, we're, <laughs> I don't want to get into movies today. More than we well, how already... about Warcraft lore? Uh, we got into that over the drunkenness, didn't we? Yes, we did. <laughs> And it's great, isn't it? A legend yeah. of drunken gamer. <laughs> I'm a, I want to be a drunken master. I need there to practice. <laughs> Following uh, Jackie Chan's footsteps? Yeah. yeah. That's right. He did do that one. He did. Yes, he did. Good stuff, too. Mm-hmm. And we're moving into movies. Okay, let's, let's danger, take danger. a step back. 
We don't. Should I do the Who Am I reference? <laughs> New things. Actually, Who Am I is my favorite Jackie Chan movie for a different reason. And it's because of is it the scene where he's on the cliff? On the cliff, who am I? Actually, no. It's the fight scene oh. on the roof of the building, but because one of the enemies pulled off a double aerial roundhouse, and it was sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I miss Jackie Chan movies. They were great. I like the ones that Mostly. actually, not the ones that he made after he came to America, but uh, or in English, I should say, but the ones that he made in Chinese. Those were great. The- mm. Those were in his prime, yeah. I mean, come on. You guys didn't like the tuxedo. Do not see the tuxedo. <laughs> Do not. Don't even think I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> How about, uh, God, what was that other one he did? He was like a nanny or something. Oh, wait, that was the pacifier by Vin Diesel. <laughs> well, Or was I what? thinking of the tooth fairy with... with never? Oh, oh, dude. Okay, warning, The tooth warning. fairy with the rock. We need to get Don't away from this. Yeah. Yes, get away from them. They're definitely the low points of these people's careers. Because, I mean, Vin Diesel's awesome. I love Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel is awesome. Not, he's cool. not just because he's Riddick, but because he also plays Dungeons and Dragons. Yes, he does. Yes. So, he's awesome. But, uh, <clears throat> okay, so what do you think about Rush Hour? I'm curious about that, Flat. What, the movie? And the sequel? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the movie. Uh, enjoyed him. Didn't hate it. Not the sequel so much, but, mm-hmm. yeah. Didn't Jackie it. Chan, I think, is like the one action star that I can safely say, you know, if you want to do a comedy, go ahead. Yeah. Unlike, you know, Dwayne The Rock Johnson or uh, Vin Diesel or any of those people. Uh, the Rock's not so bad. I mean, could you imagine Arnold Schwarzenegger in a uh, Christmas movie or a Christmas comedy? I just get the feeling it'd be terrible. Wasn't he in one called Jingle Bells? Or am I thinking of someone else? Jingle all the way. Jingle yes. all the way. I need the Turbo doll. Oh, yeah. Oh, my <laughs> put God. Put that cookie down. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I'm uh, curious. Did you ever see that Put the Cookie Down remix? Um, not me. <laughs> oh, man. It is amazing. Somebody just remixed the whole thing into a song. So what are you saying about not wanting to get into movies? Mm. Well, if we're going to get into movies, let's get into good uh, <laughs> holiday movies. Like, uh, okay, planes, trains, and automobiles. I was going to say Christmas Vacation. Yes, I love Christmas Vacation. Did you, I'm curious, did you guys see the fan-made trailer where they made it look like a horror movie? On uh, which one? Christmas Vacation. No, I didn't. Somebody made a, a fake horror trailer <laughs> That's awesome. of Christmas Vacation. It's pretty great. But, uh, God. So I'm curious. Uh, real quick about plane trains and automobiles, and we'll move on to not a Thanksgiving movie, but rather a Christmas movie. Whenever they uh, wake up in that bed together, holding on to each other, do you ever notice on the wall behind them that their handprints stained into it? They could have only gotten there from one position. I don't. <laughs> I haven't seen the movie, but just, just from that statement, I can kind of guess. Next time you ever see it, look at it, and you'll never not see it again. I'll, uh, God, I love mind. that movie. One, it's it's one of my favorite comedies, easily. By uh, who is it? John Hughes, the same guy who did Vacation. Hmm. Ah, uh, 
Until he started making terrible movies like Made in Manhattan. Or, God, what was it? Baby's Day Out? Ugh. Yeah. No, there's been some good... Uh, I just kind of wish we could see more movies like the way Groundhog Day was for Groundhog's Day. That was a good... Oh, Groundhog's Day? That yeah. was a good movie. That of course, yeah, movie. classics. I like Bill Murray. I don't yeah. think Bill Murray could be in a crappy movie. You say that. I, I don't think he could. Hmm. Just because he's so awesome. Yeah. I think even if they make the that uh, rumored sequel to Ghostbusters, I, if well, he's in it, I think what I've been hearing, good. I've been hearing somebody's been wanting to reboot the Ghostbusters movie and kind of make it a little bit darker. <laughs> what a shock, right? But... God, it was one of the people from 21 Jump Street. Johnny Depp? Anyways. Actually, oh, if Johnny, Johnny Depp oh, was in it, I would watch it just for that. Okay, you know what? Johnny Depp, he would be the same character he's been playing for the last few years. Of course, it makes money. Yeah. Well, it's... it's like there's people that get in, find their shtick that everybody likes, and do nothing but that shtick. It's not because of him, though. It's more than likely because of... Uh... Like Eddie Murphy and that damn laugh. Yeah, it's whoever their their agents are. It's like, oh, we have one for this, but well, it is what it is. I mean, some people I don't mind. Yeah, if they do it right. I just wish um, we'd see more of like people like Tom Hanks in more movies. I mean, talk about great actor, right? Yes. Very great. Trouble with most actors is they get typecast, and then nobody else can see them in a different exactly, role. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I mean, it's like, God, and that's the issue too, though, is people can't see them in their role. It's like, um, God, who was his name? God, Michael, Ke not Michael Keaton, Keaton, who played Batman. That was Michael mm -hmm. Keaton. Michael Keaton, okay. Yeah. Everybody said, we can't see him as Batman. It's like, doesn't that just make sense? You know, you can't see him as playing Batman. We know it. Nobody can see Bruce Wayne as Batman, at least in the comics. Yeah. Anyways, that or like, uh, what is it? Heath Ledger playing um, oh, the Joker. The Joker. Jeez. Everybody's like, you know, everybody saw him as that. Uh, God, I forget which movie it was, but they just couldn't see him as it, and yet he turns out to be one of the best Jokers around. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't see that coming after seeing him as the son in the Patriot with Mel Gibson. Yeah, that's it. That, that really kind of is a telltale sign of someone with really good acting chops. Yeah. Just like when, it, it, yeah, Jim Carrey in his yeah. more serious roles. Mm-hmm. God, I, I still love Jim Carrey in most things he does. Yeah. God. You know, and from what I hear, that new Dumb and Dumber movie was nothing but a cash grab, and it was terrible, which is not really a big surprise. Well, isn't it like the third Dumb and Dumber movie? Because they would... Technically, yes. They made that terrible, terrible prequel thing. Yeah. Ugh. It's like they're just trying to tear up our childhoods, or at least my childhood. You're still young, and there's still a lot of childhood to be. <laughs> I'm, I'm only 21, and I'm still time. Yes, I'm only 21, and I'm saying this. <laughs> God, I'm the oldest 21 year old you're gonna find. Just imagine the amazing levels of suckage you have to look forward to. Yes, if you've already <laughs> peaked at this early age. <laughs> Can't wait until they. Uh... Decide to remake the old uh, Batman animated series. They're never going to touch no, no, that. No, no, oh, no, wait. No, 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 it, no it gets, it, it's going to get worse. Remakes of remakes. That's what we have to look forward to. 
Yeah, that's yeah. true. Well, I mean, how many times has, God, what was it, uh, King Kong been done? Or Godzilla, for crying out well, loud. Well, those are kind of a little bit more rooted in terms of, of what is it? They're not remakes in the same sense of, say, the Spider-Man reboots or something like that. You it's know, I... more of a, here's something that's incredibly iconic. Okay, you mentioned Spider-Man. Did you hear that uh, Sony was in talks with Marvel about putting him back into the Marvel Universe? From the whole Sony uh, North Korea thing? I hope so. I mean, honestly, we, we they really need to stop their bickering and get together. Because the only way we're going to see a real kick-ass Marvel movie is if they get the rights back for, for X-Men and Spider-Man. Okay, well, you say a real kick-ass movie, but... <laughs> I mean... They're already making extraordinarily kick-ass movies. We can't say that, um, that, but if they want to make a, I guess, a legendary movie, is if they get those roles back, yeah. Because they are really big parts of the Marvel Universe. And it's like the comics, like when they did the Avengers versus the X-Men. Mm-hmm, yeah. And then, uh, Spider-Man versus Batman was the first ever crossover, if I remember right. Or no, was it Superman? Superman, I think. Yeah, I don't know. DC DC does better with their animated stuff, while Marvel is doing much yes, better do. with their live action. I don't know if they could. I, I don't know if they could actually pull it off with a crossover, unless there was a really freaking good director and writer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one yeah. one minor addition to that would be uh, DC seems to be doing pretty well with their TV shows, Arrow and Flash. Yeah, um, they're also making Suicide Squad, which is a movie, I think. And don't take my word at this, but I believe that, um, what is it, Will Smith is going to be for the first time in his career playing a bad guy. Wow. Which is just like, you think back on it, it's like, yeah, he's never played a bad guy. Nor has he ever played, nor has he ever really played in a movie where he wasn't like the central character. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Independence Day. Well, I think yeah, I, think I guess Jeff you could make Goldblum that argument. Kind of won that one. Jeff okay. Goldblum's awesome God. though, even though he Can plays the same about... character over and over and over. Okay, speaking of Jeff Goldblum, um, I don't know if I mentioned it last week, but my um, yes. trigonometry uh, professor—did I talk about him at all last week? Mm-hmm. Did I mention that he's got the Jeff Goldblum effect? You did. Yes. Oh my god. It's amazing. Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> he he doesn't do the um um uh, um he doesn't have as many ums. But he sounds just like him. He's awesome. But um Let's go faster. Yeah, he <laughs> You know, he discovered that uh role in Jurassic Park, but then he just decided that I'm going to be like that for the rest of my life. I'm going to play that character for the rest of my life. Well, no. Like I said, once again, it's the casting agents. Nobody knows who Jeff Goldblum is except for that character. Well, the thing is, though, he I mean, he does it anytime you see him in an interview or on anything. Um, even in his, I imagine he does that even in his, you know, when he's just walking around during the day. I would say The Fly was a little bit of a departure oh. from that. Okay, well, that was just gore. Grundle Fly was pretty different. Yes, it was. Gore, gore, and more gore. And not Al Gore. Very good movie, God. though. Well done movie. Um, 
I just remember the gore more than anything, and I have to go back and rewatch it to really kind of get a grasp at it. It was definitely a horror movie, but he uh, he actually brought some humanity to it. I thought it was not bad, and yeah, not his usual kind of goofy character. Although I don't, if anything, sorry, I, I just I don't remember if he also played that character in Earth Girls Are Easy. I, I just don't remember. Hmm. Hmm. So he needs to be in the new Jurassic Park. They all did. I'm just saying. He really does need to be in there. You know, even if it's just a brief cameo. Yes. Him and, uh, uh, who's the other guy? The guy from the third one? No. And the first one? The one that, from, oh, Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Uh, What was his name? Newman. Yes, thank you. You know, I've never seen Seinfeld. I haven't either. I just know that it's... I think I've gotten two episodes into the entire uh, show. And I'm trying to find time to get into it. Yeah, it's one of those things that it was more cultural at the time. I don't know if you could try and go back into it and still get the same amount of enjoyment out of it. Yeah, if you can tolerate the whole, you know, whiny, neurotic New Yorker thing, it actually has some funny bits. The trouble with Seinfeld in particular is that it was original when it was first out, but since then people have copied little bits of it here and there. It's like it's like Star Wars, the original Star Wars, like the A New Hope. Mm-hmm. Everything was original back then, but people mm-hmm. have copied it and reused little bits of it here and there. And when if somebody these days watches it, A New Hope for the first time. They've already seen all of that stuff. It's like these little bits, these little lines. They've they've heard all of it, so none of it really yeah. seems original to them. It's the same way yeah. with Seinfeld. <clears throat> I try to treat anything I watch. Good point. With a, uh, what is it? A fresh perspective, I guess. But I mean, that's just me. I'm probably the minority in that respect. But yeah, it's just God. I still can't believe the young gen- the younger generation continues to surprise me. I saw a thread the other day that just made me sad for the future. It was a thread that was explaining that the Titanic actually happened. Oh, man. And all the teenagers saying, Oh, my God, that really happened? I thought it was just a movie. That thudding sound you hear is the sound of my forehead hitting the desk repeatedly. Exactly. Well, that and then it's just like... Okay, this is more of a personal issue, but my cousin has never seen any of the Star Wars movies. How is that or e- Indiana Jones. How is that even possible these days? Yeah. And that's that you know, parents and, will put that stuff on the TV to, you know, as a babysitter. Well, no, it's child... Okay, it's all these 24-7 child, uh, what is it, exploitation channels like Nick Jr. Or, God, I, I'm willing to say, well, maybe not so much Cartoon Network, but mm, maybe. With all these terrible shows... God, my my nephew was over. He was watching a show, and one of the characters in there made contradicted himself within five seconds in that show. And I'm just wondering, like, who wrote that? Well, the- I mean, Tom and Jerry didn't need a script, but they were good at what they did. Yeah, it's just like, you know, um, it's these characters wherever they're going to throw something away. Says, no, don't throw that away. And then five seconds later, I'm not even joking. He says, I don't know why I haven't just thrown this thing out yet. It means nothing. It's just like, what the hell is wrong with you? Who is writing this? You know, I do have something to say about the Titanic stuff, though. And that is, right now, we're kind of on a cusp in terms of information and transmitting information. When it comes to uh, things like 
uh, uh, what is it, where real-life events happen, if they happen in within, say, the past five years when major communications, or pretty much since about 2000, has happened, everybody knows about them. That information is being transmitted really fast. People are expecting that sort of thing, so I think going forward we're going to be one of those things where it's like, oh yeah, I found about, out about this huge disaster happening within five minutes due to Twitter, Facebook, whatever. But for these historical events where that information isn't as readily available or isn't transmitted or kind of pushed out to the masses the same way, we kind of get that disconnect. So what you're saying is, if we want to teach the new generation, you put it out on Twitter. It, it sounds a little stupid and it might seem a bit... Uh, it may seem weird for us who got our information from the books and really took classes more to heart than most of the newer generation but in reality that's where it's going to go it's going to be people are going to optimize the transmission of information to their 140 characters or less and be able to transmit it fast and understand it quickly and know what happens we're just kind of becoming efficient in a way we didn't expect to become efficient yeah i can understand that and i can see it but it's just like how do you explain world war ii and 150 characters right there are these guys, they had issues, they fought. America won. Woo, go America. It's just like... I mean, I, I completely understand what you're saying. The other thing is you have to keep in mind is that... So I'm going to have to go off on a quick little tangent here. Uh, there was a, there was an article, I forget the name of, uh, of who wrote it, but it came out years ago. It was called about the monkey sphere. It was a social experiment with some monkeys where... They basically had it where they had two monkeys in a room and say they took one away, the other monkey would grieve for them. And they kept on increasing the number of monkeys they had in order to find out what the limit was on how much of a relationship a monkey could have with uh, how many other monkeys before it would be too many that it wouldn't, that would be kind of, it wouldn't really grieve for. And it was called uh, the monkey sphere. So any, any number of uh, monkeys within this number, and they took one away, these, the others would notice, they would grieve. But if it was outside this number, they would find one or two of them that wouldn't actually grieve for it because they didn't have as personal of a relationship with. For monkeys, it ended up being about 50. I forget what it was for the social experiment for humans, but it was a very similar situation. Now, with the whole transmission of information, it could be argued that having a lot of, say, friends on your Facebook, your Twitter, number of followers, whatever, that it, you're bound to have some people who are, outs who are outside of your monkey sphere. But in reality, because of the way that we are becoming more and more social beings, the way that we should be, well, the way that we kind of are, humans and humanity and its nature, people are finding that... Uh, even though you may have 10,000 followers or 10,000 Facebook friends, and you may not know them personally, but if something happens to affect them, you'll still be there to console them. So yeah, you may have 10,000 Facebook friends, and a natural disaster happens that might affect one or two of them, and you find word of it, you are more likely to either post something on your Facebook, send something around Twitter. Even if you didn't have this whole, uh, even if you didn't have the same personal relationship that you would normally have, so it's one of those things where, like I said, we're becoming more efficient. We're, we're actually caring more than we used to because we're more aware of what is around us. Even if 
the amount of caring we do, say 10,000 people, you may care, you may not care about one or two of them, but it's still more than what we used to because the information is just so much more readily available. Yeah, you could also make the argument, though, that that diminishes the actual um, amount of care you have for each individual, in each individual person, and friendship becomes something you can just throw away because you can find another one like that. Is that a bad thing? Um, some people would consider it bad. Others, maybe not. But it's just the flip side to it. It is. I mean, it's it kind of goes along with the whole whenever you see someone, it's like, oh, I, I'll never find a girl. I'll never get into a relationship. That's, no, that's bullcrap. I, I know, it, but it's one of those things where they'll say <laughs> they'll say that. It's like, oh, I'm not good with finding people. No, it's still just a numbers game. It's just how easily accessible those numbers are. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's naive to think, especially in this day and age, that that <laughs> there's not someone out there for you. I just kind of find that asinine. Yeah, but people think that way, too. So. Damn you, younger generation. <laughs> Anyways. It can also be a bit of a hindrance if you only s- frequent the wrong social circles. True. Like you're, yeah. you're hanging around people who are not the best types for you, so you keep winding up finding yourself in relationships that go south. So, Tinder, then. <laughs> yeah, Tinder. Probably a pretty good way to start with that. That or eHarmony or whatever those other sites are. Match.com. <laughs> just, God, there's so many of them. Just, just to be clear... Uh, I met my bride on Match.com. Oh, oh, you did. Now, well, you know what? That's that's, cool. that's awesome. It has, actually, but it has been a while, and ever since then, I've felt the place was kind of going downhill. I kind of refer to it now as like a, a bad neighborhood. I don't know that I'd go there, <laughs> but it had its day. And mm. it, at some point, it works, and you, I guess you're a great example of that. Yeah, you just you have to be willing to put something of yourself out there. Um, you know, it's kind of a requirement. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I mean, you just okay. gotta... It's kind of like... I, I made a bet with my one of my friends, because he was kind of the same way. I, I told him, go downtown, go to the pedestrian oh, mall, tell him, just see what happens. He got slapped quite a few times, but he also had more kisses than he ever had. <laughs> okay, this is getting way off topic here, but I've, I've got to mention it, because it's on what... It's kind of on the what-the-fuck-o-meter for me. So... I was watching um, HGTV earlier, which is like the home, what is it, the home, home fix-it-yourself, whatever. Home garden tellers. Oh, yeah, HGTV, yeah. How many fucking shows do you need about tiny homes? <laughs> People saying tiny homes are the future. Do you need, you know, 2,300 feet or whatever you want to call it? No, no, you need five square feet because you can stuff as much crap in there as you want. Are you desperate for a TV show? Get a small home. Well, now if only what what is up with that? I mean, imagine if why the people it's, who it's are doing the latest, yeah, it's the future. One of them said, "It's like no way in hell. I'm not getting a house that small. You know how much room there is in Texas in the U.S. Enough to house everybody. Imagine if you got the people almost who are building these tiny homes together with hoarders. Oh my God. Okay, that would be a show I'd watch. I would watch that show. You're a hoarder? Okay, you are forced to live in this too. tiny r- house for three, four weeks, something like that. That's they a- open the door, and it's just like an avalanche of stuff. I like that. Reality show mashups. <laughs> I mean, you think about yeah. it. It's like, it's like it's like an animal's den. 
Okay, they, they open the door. They've got a nice little cozy space inside the trash. It's nice and small and comforting. You know, they've got each little area. Oh man, we could have. You a know, lot I, of, I would watch that yeah, show. We could have a lot of fun with uh, reality show mashups. Yeah. yeah. Mutual of Omaha's Wild you know, Kingdom no, 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 match no, no, no. game. I've got a better one. <laughs> little people, little houses. Dude, that's just wrong. <laughs> you know what? They've got a little people show for everything out there. You know what? Or oh, you know what? Eighteen kids and counting move into a little house. That that'd be funny. That uh, yeah, that that's just ludicrous at that point. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm, I'm picturing you know police vehicles there one night. It, it won't be pretty. <laughs> It'd be entertaining. You know, if, they, if they're going to give me reality shows, I want reality shows that are so, you know, it's so incredibly crazy. Like the guy who got eaten by a snake or who backed out of it at the last minute so he didn't actually get eaten alive by a snake. Did y'all hear about that? No, I didn't. Something about it, yeah. Nope. So the Discovery Channel was going to do this special called, uh, it's like Eaten Alive or something. Mm. So And uh, he... It was a guy who was going to be in a uh, protective suit, and he was going to get eaten alive by, like, a giant anaconda. Hmm. Wow. Interesting. But but he backed out at the last minute, so which is unfortunate, because I would have watched and that. And PETA was okay with this? Well, they didn't kill the snake. It was, They weren't going to hurt the snake at all. So. Oh, man. I think Might have gotten better be, reviews. Yeah. If he'd been a I, would, I guess PETA would be pretty pissed, but, you know. Yeah, that's wow. Yeah. So reality shows are just so beyond bonkers that it's, you know, absolutely nuts. You know, I'll watch those because they can be entertaining. But, you know, just reality shows following some stupid idiot around. I'm sorry, but no. That's not entertaining for anybody. It just shows how far humanity has fallen. Man, you are so morbid and bitter for a 21-year-old. You know, it's like people like these fucking Kardashians. What have they ever done? Nothing. And then they sit around complaining about how bad the world is. Oops, accidentally leaked some pictures. Oh, I don't want attention. Or it's just like, what is it? Um, God, some other stupid show that uh, people watch. It's like, it's something on E, I think. And apparently uh, one of them, they've been losing viewers or something. So, oh my God, I think I've got Ebola. I need to go to the hospital. Just like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> oh my God. Desperate for attention much? <laughs> God. Little people with Ebola in tiny houses. <laughs> Who are hoarders. Next on E. <laughs> oh, man. You know, I think that's a good spot to leave it for our uh, holiday viewers. There you go. And we haven't even talked about LT yet. Yes, LT. Two years ago to this day that we were recording was actually funded. And Josh's birthday. So now... Yeah, happy birthday, Josh. Yeah, Josh's birthday is today. Josh, we're going to band together and get you a small house. <laughs> In limit theory. No, a small house. And, uh, yeah. Happy birthday. Anyways, uh, <laughs> before I go on a little bit more of a maniacal rant, I guess, yeah, we should probably call it there. You don't want to hear me uh, ranting in a time of happiness and commercial product placement, Santa Claus. Because, I mean, that's the spirit of Christmas, right? Giving people. Or no, no, it's not giving. It's receiving gifts. Or having old classics like A Christmas Story being thrown all over commercials. 
It's like the spirit and, of Mark Twain has joined us. You know, yeah. I mean, because St. Nick always wore red and white, just like Coca-Cola. <laughs> yeah, man. Okay. Are you trying to drag us into the gutter? I'm just a little, you know. I'm getting there drinking my nice Coca-Cola with my great HTC smartphone. My nice Razer mouse pad. Uh, Good thing podcasts can't have pop-up ads. Depends if you you know, use it I on YouTube. A... I mean, oh, <laughs> uh, well. You know, if I could get a pop-up ad to pop up for anybody, it'd probably just be like one of those. Uh, what is it? Uh, boxing gloves on a spring that come out of the glass. <laughs> okay, I think that about wraps. Read it up. a nice holiday story, you guys, and give. Don't plan on receiving because it's the holidays. It's good advice. It's a capitalist world, isn't it? Don't get me started. Okay, enough of this. <laughs> okay, enough of this, enough of this. So, uh, before I get a little bit too depressed, I suppose. Anyways, uh, yeah, so that was the holiday podcast. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> well, you can't say that anymore because people have, you know, ho representing hookers. Ugh, go with spine. And you have to say... Yes, I and can. And you have to say... Happy holidays. Can't say Merry Christmas because it might make Jewish people feel bad or Muslims feel bad. Yeah. We, we, I'm going to keep going on with this. I'm oh, sorry. Shit, Come Merry on, Christmas. man. Okay, yeah. So uh, thanks uh, thanks again for joining us, Tav, or Tauf. It was uh, fun having you. Yes. It's fun being so, here. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Happy holidays, you guys. Happy birthday, Limit Theory, for being funded. And happy birthday, Josh. And Merry Christmas, you guys. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. And Festivus Goodbye. for the rest of us. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Mm-hmm.